Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Broadcasting live from the Hyundai studio. Presented by your local Hyundai dealers. This is Chicago's number one and most listened to sports station. 670 The Score is Chicago Sports. Chicago Sports is The Score. WSCR and HD Chicago. WBMX HD2 Chicago. Station. That team sure did suck last night. They just plain sucked. I've seen teams suck before, but they were the suckiest bunch of sucks that ever sucked. Steve Rosenblum. There was a keg stand. I lost to an 81-year-old lady. She got off the main <laughs> floor, and then, and, but I was, it was really close. Mark Grody. I've been waiting to get a hold of this guy for years. Yeah, like like Channel 2 News is out there interviewing people. Yeah, I've been talking to my wife about getting Steve. He wants connected my dots and more to my plate. I'm going to dunk his ass. They suck, so you don't have to. Can't you morons do anything right? Founding members of the WB Club. Smoke weed every day. The three words that describe this show, and I quote. Stink. Stank. Stunk. It's Saturday Suckage on the score. We should be 670 WSUK. Morning, welcome in. Saturday suckage. I'm Steve Rosenblum. I suck so you don't have to. Let's find out who else is here. Let's take roll. Grobber. It sucks and it freebases. Don Cooper. If I think something sucks, I'll tell you it sucks. Jay Carrietta. This sucks. Really, it does. Albert Elmora. Damn, Willie, man. Like, do we suck? <laughs> Pat Fitzgerald. Sometimes you got to embrace the suck. Eloy Jimenez. Hey, you guys not going to make anyway. You guys are suck. Hey, when, when I got traded the next day, oh, welcome to the suck team. Toby. Oh, my God, this sucks. Random Bears fan. Terry Boars. Finally made a list of somebody who thinks he sucks besides I do. Liam Hendricks. I wouldn't say seeking perfection. It's just mainly trying not to suck. 
Julie Swika. Man, that sucks. Wilson Contreras. Losing, losing suck. I'll tell you that, and, and that's all I can say. George went. We had fun, um, but there you go. I sucked. Garth Algar. Turn it off, man! Turn it off! It's sucking my will to live! Steve Dahl. Discord sucks! Discord sucks! Cesar Perez. What's going on, Steve? Hey, glad you're here, Caesar. Otherwise, we wouldn't be on the air. So thank you. And there's some people who would wish you weren't here so that we could not be on the air. But we are on the air. This is Saturday Suckage. We suck so you don't have to. We're broadcasting live from the Hyundai Score Studios, brought to you by your local Hyundai dealer. Our phone number at the score, 312-644-6767. That'll get you to our listener line, powered by BetQL. Bet smarter and beat the books. Download the BetQL app today or visit the BetQL.com. Visit that website. Okay, that number, 312-644-6767, also gets you to the score's tech zone. The tech zone is brought to you by Rosen Hyundai of Algonquin. Save time, shop online at RosenHyundai.com. We have a ticket giveaway later on today, fellow suckageers. I will tell you that, but first... But first, all the bad stuff. So, yeah, we're going to talk about the White Sox. All the bad stuff. The last time the White Sox had a winning homestand was in April. Specifically, April 12th through April 17th. That was their first homestand three months ago. That remains their only winning homestand, those World Series or bust White Sox. They went 4-2. and two. They went win-win-loss win-win-loss against Seattle and Tampa. It was so long ago, a long time ago, in a galaxy far, far away, that, and you should be sitting down for this, Dallas Keuchel won a game that gave the Sox the AL Central lead by a half game. To repeat, Dallas Keuchel won a game that gave the Sox the AL Central lead by a half game. Only once since then, on any homestand of the Sox, won two games in a row. That was against the Tigers. That was two weeks ago. And then they went on that trip before the All-Star break where they went 5-3. and three. And in the middle of that, I asked you this musical question. I did it last week. Don't stop believing or won't get fooled again. And I said last Saturday it would be just like the Sox. Just like this year's Sox team with the manager and the incompetent play and the disinterest and the injuries, it would be just like this Sox team to sweep the Twins last weekend, move two games over 500, and within a half game of the division lead, and then at their hottest and most dangerous, take time this, at their most hottest and dangerous time this season, they would take off for the All-Star break and then come back and lose six in a row. Well, they took three or four from the Twins. I was wrong about that. They came back from the All-Star break, and here we are. Just five losses from my prediction because the alleged Sox ace gave up six runs and lasted only three innings, forcing his team to use five relievers the night before a doubleheader. And the Sox's vaunted lineup, the World Series or bust lineup, managed only seven hits at home and only two runs at home and went one for ten with runners in scoring position at home and made two more errors at 
home and fell under 500 overall and basically just sucked the life out of people at home, their home fans, who were dying to support them. And they did it the way the Sox have bumbled it, every threat of positive momentum. I mean, think about it. Go back to what, you're, what you've witnessed and where you are now. That first winning a homestand, that only winning homestand, was followed by an 0-6 road trip to Cleveland, Minnesota. Six-game winning streak that included five straight in Wrigley and Fenway, followed by losing four of six at home. The doubleheader sweep in Yankee Stadium. Remember that? Wasn't that great? God, I sound like Chris Farley now. Wasn't that great? Yeah, wow. You. And then they lost six of eight. That sweep in Detroit, followed by losing seven of 11. That sweep in San Francisco, followed by losing four of five to Minnesota and Detroit. So it's the same thing. Every time you want to believe, they kick you in the rocks. Brooks Boyer ought to know this. If he wanted to capture the zeitgeist of this home season, the next giveaway would be Kevlar Cup Night. But you know, here's the thing. As awful as they've been, as much as you want to just ignore them, they could match their season-best home winning streak. Again, it's only two. But they could match that season-best home winning streak, by or, or match it, I'm sorry, by sweeping today's doubleheader. It could happen. I mean, Yasmani Grandal drove in an actual run last night. He had an actual hit. And then if you remember, at the end, near the end of the game, Tim Anderson didn't bat. Tim Anderson didn't bat. And he's not in the lineup today for game one. The lineup for one game one is out. And this is this is where they are. Their leadoff hitter is Josh Harrison playing second base. Batting second, Yoan Moncada. Batting third, Andrew Vaughn playing left. Abreu at first. Grandall DHing. Gavin Sheets in right. Sebi Zavala catching. Leury Garcia at short, Adam Engel in center field. This is this is with Johnny Cueto pitching. Johnny Cueto faces Tristan McKenzie in game one. McKenzie has an ERA of 3.2, 96 strikeouts. Johnny Cueto has been here 20 minutes. He has nine quality starts in of his 11 sock starts. He has a B-war of 2.3. He has saved whatever this season might be. He's sort of the 2022 El Duque. And then you see there's Leury Garcia. And maybe there's no option. We don't know exactly what. I have not seen exactly what's gone on with Tim Anderson, if they've said anything. But he's not in the lineup right now. And... As information as provided, a stat as provided by Jay Kuda, who does wonderful stuff and has offered this has offered this to White Sox fans looking at today's lineup. The White Sox have four players with an OPS plus of 70 among players who have over 175 at bats this year. That's the most in baseball. Those players are the manager pet, the manager's pet, Larry Garcia, 
actually he's more of a fireable offense, Leury Garcia, followed by Grandal, Moncada, and A.J. Pollock. Three of those four are in the lineup for game one after they lost at home to the Cleveland Guardians. Saturday suckage indeed. And by the way, those four, Jay Kuda mentions, those four have a combined negative defensive runs saved D-War as well. They're hurting you on both sides, offensively, defensively, and the manager's pet starts, and he is a minus one B-War. And when Leury Garcia starts, the manager's team is eight games under 500. So we're going to see what happened to Anderson, waiting to see if there's any update on that. I don't know. Caesar, have you seen that? I'm checking Twitter. Here's what I've seen so far. James Fegan tweeted that Tony La Russa said Eloy Jimenez's left hand is sore but playable. He will start game two. Game two will be started by Lance Lynn. Ooh, boy. 7.5 ERA. Ooh, boy. The question, this is Fegan's tweet going on about Eloy Jimenez. The question is where, as La Russa said, Jimenez is cleared to play left and to run as hard as he feels he can. And that's a day-to-day consideration. He was not at full bore last night. So that's where we are with your White Sox. All the bad... No, you know, that's not where we are. There's more bad things. Jay Kuda, again, no AL team has allowed as many runs in their home stadium as the White Sox this season. The White Sox have allowed 253 runs in guaranteed rate field. That's worse than everybody. Right behind them are the Royals and the Rangers. And the run differential, this is supplied by NBC Sports's Chris Kampka, the Sultan of the Stat, NBC, NBC Chicago Sports, NBC Sports Chicago. I don't know. They got to shorten it. White Sox run differential at home is minus 67. Minus 67. You know, you say Rick, Rick Hahn met with the press, start of a homestand. He usually does that. And talking about trade deadline, the bullpen is the most obvious need. Well, I don't know. It looks like everything is. Look at what happened last night. They made they, their alleged ace couldn't pitch. You could argue he was the wrong pitcher. But Giolito was not the worst call in the world. He had been hot lately. He had a good record, some good numbers against Cleveland. So that's all right. If they want to give some of their other arms a rest, that's fine. The most reliable thing you can do is give the ball to Cueto. He's the one you trust for everything that's made up about that. But you look, the lineup's not hitting. They're making errors. I, I, everything's wrong with that team. And part of what Rick Hahn talked about, as you're listening to questions about Juan Soto, would they make a trade? And he says he's just not going to. He's going to go and radio silence. He's not going to say anything because the last time they talked about it, most notably Machado, it was really bad. It turned out bad. But here's the thing. Whether Rick Hahn talked about it or not along the way, whether he indicated that they are competitive with that, whether they've checked in on other players or not, including Bryce Harper, that's another one they didn't get. But the Machado thing exposed the Sox for misreading their leverage. They thought they could offer a 10-year contract, but the last two years were where Manny Machado had to prove he'd earned the last two years. 
The White Sox didn't understand, at least not then, who was in charge. The White Sox didn't understand who had leverage. Manny Machado had leverage. The White Sox had to give him 10 years at his salary if they wanted him. And they were so hurt, they thought they had it done. The White Sox played the game badly. Played the game badly off the field. They're playing the game badly on the field now. I will go back to what I thought, what I believed before, what I had gleaned from Steve Stone years and years ago. The former Baltimore Oriole would talk about Hank Peters, Orioles general manager. When they suffered injuries, when they suffered setbacks, the White Sox have certainly suffered a load of injuries for position players. Hank Peters told Steve Stone, they're looking for us to go get a hitter, we're going to go get a pitcher. And they, the White Sox could use another starting pitcher. They, they, you want to improve the bullpen, that's great. Get another starting pitcher. Not Jose Quintana. That was the latest rumor. Why Jose Quintana? Because you know him? Why? What's he going to do? You don't need innings eaten up anymore. You need innings dominated. You need a starting staff to dominate. You can't have Lucas Giolito do what he did. You also can't have this lineup do what it did. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we'll talk to somebody who covers the White Sox, and we'll see what the news of the day is today, and we'll get on with it. But first, I told you we had tickets to give away Saturday Suckageers. We have a set of four tickets to see Athletes Unlimited bring their innovative brand of professional softball back to Parkway Bank Sports Complex. That's the one in Rosemont. The date is Friday, July 29th. Don't miss your chance to see the best in the sport from now through August 29th. Get your tickets today at AUProSports.com. But right now, there's a set of four tickets for the sixth caller to the scores contest line. I said contest line 312-540-0670. Saturday suckage like it ought to be. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there 
to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Argo Sports Radio, 670 The Score. Steve Rosenblum. It's Saturday Suckage on 670 The Score in Odyssey Station. A brave fair ball down the line. Anderson's going to score. Moncada hustling. He's being held up at third by Joe McEwing. Slides back in an RBI double for Jose Abreu. And who can you call on to get the White Sox back in the ball game? And the crowd back into the game. Gets a slider on the inside corner. Keeps the hands in tight. Man, he's just a pure hitter. Balanced, consistent, and he just finds a way to drive in runs. Nothing you can do about that. Well, that was half the White Sox highlights. Jose Abreu drives in a run. We, who we thank you for that, Caesar? I just forget. Baseball's all over the place. We lizard, lizard lick towing. Is that who we thank for that? App, Apple TV. Thank you, Apple TV, for the one White Sox highlight. It's just okay. They, they remain the embarrassment. I'm Steve Rosen. Well, this is Saturday Suckage. I suck so you don't have to. We're going to find out why the radio, why the White Sox suck, why they are able to, <clears throat> why they are far beyond my grasp of suckage. We're going to the score hotline. Guests join us, courtesy of Circa Resort and Casino in Las Vegas, home of the world's largest sports sports book, and from the Sun Times. No, he's not. I lied to you. It's from the Chicago Tribune. He's Lamont Pulp. Lamont, thanks for joining me today. Why do the White Sox suck at home? Good morning, Steve. I mean, that has been one of the big mysteries uh, so far this season. Last year, uh, they had the best uh, record, home record in the American League. Uh, they've been able to find some success on the road. I think you know they entered the uh, at the All Star break. I think the Houston Astros were the only team that had more road wins uh, than the White Sox. A couple teams that they were able to match them at 27. Uh, but, but at home, it's like the, the splits as far as – it's not just the offensive splits, uh, but you know, offensively, uh, they, they perform so much better on the road. Uh, on the mound, they perform so much better uh, on the road, and it's just been shocking to see. So then, you know, you, you finish off the uh, uh, – prior to the All-Star break, winning five out of six on the road, going you know, winning those last two in Cleveland, winning uh, the four – three out of four against uh, Minnesota, and you, you – Pinpoint, all right, you begin the second half at home against the Guardians again. It's an opportunity to get over 500. It's an opportunity to get even uh, with the Guardians in the in standings. And right off, the, right out of the gate, four runs in the first, and you find yourself in a huge hole, and it's something that they weren't able to recover from. Yeah, nobody 
whatever happened last week, nobody really trusts this lineup to come back from four to nothing. Whereas last year, there was no lead too big, nothing. You weren't worried about it, or they didn't seem too worried about it. And there were moments where you thought, yeah, this team's going to come back because that's what this team does. And now it's not as though they're, I'm not saying they fold easily. We've seen teams do that. I don't see these White Sox folding. I just see the ineptitude being, and nobody, and I don't even think it's one guy leading. I just think it's it's a general lack of 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 execution, a failure to failure at the plate, failure to I don't know play baseball in a most basic way. And I'm I'm foundering around, and I don't know if there's a term for it. What it just seems that the the, the simplest the simplest answer is the right answer. And they always look worse when they're not hitting. So what is it they look like to you that is the most central, most important thing, Lamont Pope of the Chicago Tribune? What is the thing they're missing most when they play at home? Well, Steve, I mean, you, you, you mentioned a lack of execution. I, mean, I think the big thing is just the ball's not leaving the park for them, right? I mean, you know, the, the, like you, the opportunity uh, for you know instant offense when when you get a home run, you know, that's something obviously we, we saw a little bit during that during that road trip, and and it's something that this team last year they, they had a lot of pop. They, they're able to, um, you know, among the, the best in the American League in that department. And this year, it's it just hasn't been a, a consistent source of uh, for the offense. And so you take a look at last night's game you know you, you played the highlight at the uh at the top of this segment and and it was you know it was a double right it, 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 it's an inability to kind of you know it's one thing to kind of string together hits but you gotta be it's tough enough to hit in, in the major leagues right but when you're when you're having to string together three four five hits an inning to to to, to, to try to you know, generate a, a rally that just doesn't happen and that's why this team isn't executing the way it is i mean you know in the first inning they had uh, two runners on, uh, didn't score. Second inning, two, first two guys get on, you know, double play and then a strikeout. And then the third inning, as you, know, as you play there, you, you finally come on through. But then after the third inning, you know, they had, they had five hits for the first uh, three innings and then two hits for the rest of the game. And so, so when, when, when that ball's not leaving the park, when you're not able to get, you know, generate, and, and this is a lineup, obviously, you know, that, that was so dependent upon, uh, or the, you know, I guess the expectation was, you know, you, you, when you have a healthy Robert, when you have a healthy uh, Eli Jimenez, when you have a healthy Asmani Grandal, uh, you know those are big, big portions of guys that, that can hit the ball at the ballpark. And, and obviously, you're missing uh, just getting Grandal back. Uh, Eli just getting getting back. You know, uh, kind of still working his way on back from the previous injury. Um, and now with Luis out again, um, you know, it's, it's it's those are some big power sources that just aren't there. But but yeah, overall, it's just the as you said, you know, just the lack of execution when when you do have those guys on that's uh, that's been noticeable and that we've seen all season long. Just the inconsistency uh, from the offense on a day in and day out basis uh, that's that's got this team in a position where they are one game under 500. There's something much more. I, I... There, there are more tangible things to talk about, but I know in other sports, I've seen teams that were awful at home because of the pressure, because fans were quick to boo. The expectations were really great the way they were for the White Sox teams. And some of the best hockey I ever saw played was by road teams because they didn't feel the pressure to perform, to show off, to do for their home fans what everybody expected them to do. And the more patient team would end up scoring goals. I don't know if that's a part of what you've seen with these White Sox, but baseball just seems to be baseball. Throw strikes, catch the ball. 
and they don't seem to be able to throw the ball on any consistent basis, catch the ball on any consistent basis, or hit the ball on any consistent basis. But you see them on the road too. Is there a difference in their demeanor? Yeah, Steve. I, I don't. I, I don't. I haven't really sensed it in the in the clubhouse or, or you know watching the games on from either on the road or, or, or here that there there's any more added pressure uh, playing in front of this home crowd. I mean, you, you nailed a couple of things. You know, the the, the those little. It, it's not even just the the physical errors, but it's some of the, the mental errors that you've that you've seen throughout the season that kind of creep on in from time to time. I mean, you know, obviously. Uh, coming on back from that, you know, they had that really good series in San Francisco. Uh, played one of their best games of the season that Sunday. Then the, the Monday, uh, you know, they're they're here um, playing the Minnesota Twins. Really tight game, right? Uh, you know, Mankata gets a hit, tie the ball game up at two. You have runners on first and second, no one out. Pollock drives one as well to uh, you know, right center field. Buxton makes this catch, and then and then ends up being a triple play. And it's just like. You know, those type of I mean, that, that's the most obvious um, um, example of, of just you know some of the uh, lack of execution, lack of lack of the fundamentals that that, that have shown through uh, at portions of, of the season for this team. Uh, but 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 those are the things that have been adding on up, and that's the reason why one of the reasons why this team is where it's at. It's it, it, it's been a disappointing season. You know, I mean, the, the guys have said it themselves. Everyone, no one's hiding from that fact. But it's like, how can you how can you kind of um, become the team that everyone sort of expected you to be when it's like, well, you know, you have to kind of, you're in a position where every single play, every single situation, you know, your, your, your margins are so uh, small because because you're just not hitting as much, you're just not producing as much. So any small thing that, that pops on out, it's going to cost you, and that's been the things that have, uh, that have really hurt this team throughout this season. So as uh, Dean Vernon Wormer would say, to paraphrase him, bad, unlucky, stupid is no way to go through life, son. No way to go through a baseball season. So let's talk about the unlucky part, and that would be why isn't Tim Anderson in the lineup? What about Aloy Jimenez and Louis Robert? As long as we're there, let's do this thing. Give us an update. Anderson first. Yeah, we'll see Anderson in, uh, in the second game. Uh, he, he's a okay. You know, he was pitching him four in the in the ninth inning. But uh, Tony said during the pregame here that it's just an opportunity to go ahead and get the game in it. And, uh, you know. um, and and so Tim will be in the lineup. You know, obviously coming on off. Uh, you know, he's the one one person other than Liam uh, that had to do all the all the activities with the All Star break. Um, you know, Tony Tony would put it that. Uh, you know, it's not a day off because he's, he's playing game two, uh, obviously. But but yeah, you 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 know, so that's that's the answer to Anderson. Um, uh, Eloy, uh, you know, he did get hit by a pitch um, um, during last night's game. Uh, Tony said he's, he's sore, but he but he's again he's gonna he will be in the lineup for game two. It's just a question of whether he will uh, be in the outfield or be, be back at, at the the designated hitter. Um, you know, he didn't really look all that great running uh yesterday so so i mean if, it was, if they were asking me i would recommend probably uh him being the dh for game two um it's still a process you know after after the injury that occurred uh in, in cleveland running down that uh fly ball in, in the left center field um you know obviously missed the final four games uh, leading up to the all-star break um and so that's going to be a big question it's like how often uh, can he play left field he, tony said that he's cleared to play left field, uh, and so that's that's why it, you know it's a possibility for this 
for uh, game two. Um, but but it's a situation where how often will he be available to play left field and how often do you have to uh, DH him in a team that has so many guys that are kind of in that sort of DH mode, right? Um, so so you, we want to try to get him out on the field as, as possible, as often as possible because you have so many other guys that can kind of slot into that DH spot. Um, but then again, it, you know, how healthy is he to kind of do that, do all the work that's, that's needed to play out in the outfield uh, as well. And then with uh, with Robert, um, you know, he's put on the IL, uh, um, and he is expected to, uh, to be eligible to come off uh, next Friday uh, when the Sox return here to play Oakland. Uh, you know, lightheadedness, blurred uh, um, um, vision, and, and uh, when we had the chance to talk to Rick Khan yesterday, he mentioned how it really was more affecting him uh, out in the field and playing, playing center field more so than at bat. Um, and you saw that a couple times there, a couple of falls in, in the twin series in which uh, plays that he would normally make, and you're talking about a, a you know, gold glove winner you know, uh, type, type player, um, and there are plays that, he, that normally he would get to or at least make a, make a, a better read on uh, that he just didn't do that. And so after the first inning in that second game of the series, they took him on out, and he hasn't been back hasn't been back since, and he hasn't done any baseball activities uh, since. And so that's part of the thing that they're going to have to eventually get him ramped on up before he's able to get on back uh, to the lineup. Lamond, I want to go back to Tim Anderson. I'm still trying to get a handle on <laughs> what exactly happened there? What he he was pinch hit for, and he's not he's not okay, okay. No, no, but he's, he's not okay, okay to play. Yeah. What is what is? I'm sorry, yeah. say again. No, no, he's he's he, you know they just just gonna go ahead and give him the afternoon game off, and then he'll be in the lineup this evening. So yeah, no no nothing from an injury standpoint. Um, yeah, things that Rusin was mentioning how you know he was you know, uh, Tim was essentially. The, the, going to the all-star game, not having essentially a day off uh, during the all-star break. Um, he, he figures that, you know, this is, a, this is an opportunity to uh, have him rest in the opener of the, of the twin bill and then have them line up here uh, this evening. Is that a little, little clear? <laughs> I, I, I guess I, I <laughs> as clear as, as clear as the Sox manager could be. I often wonder what he's mumbling through and what I'm trying to, parse through and they should have they don't need close captioning they just need an explainer as he goes along but um but this is a guy who continues to does he know that leuri garcia when he when leuri garcia starts the white Sox are eight games under 500 does he know that did i mean big metrics guy that he is because tony uses all the metrics he can does he know that they suck with leuri garcia starting I mean, it's it's a situation where, um, you know, again, when, when this team has been dealing with, I guess to answer your question, uh, I'm sure he knows the numbers. And <laughs> uh, doesn't care um, because he's he's a Hall of Famer baseball person. All right, I won't make you speak for I answer for him. That's a that's a bad thing I do. I apologize, Lamont. Thanks for coming on. I appreciate it. You get back to writing all the suckage that we try to prevent here on the. Saturday Suckage Show. Thanks, Lamont. Thanks, Steve. Anytime. All right. That's Lamont Pope. He covers the White Sox for the Chicago Tribune. Wow. What a thing. All right. So I got some. We take a break. I got some programming notes. One more. You know what? We're gonna. We got another giveaway here. I got a giveaway, fellow Suckageers. 
I have another set of four tickets to see Athletes Unlimited bring their innovative brand of professional softball back to Parkway Bank Sports Complex. That's in Rosemont, and the tickets are for Friday, July 29th. Don't miss your chance to see the best in the sport from now through August 29th. Get your tickets today at AUProSports.com. Be the sixth caller to the scores contest line. That number is 312-540-0670. And among the broadcast news, among the broadcast notes, includes a replay of the Eddie Olchuk interview. Top of the hour, I will talk with score legend Jay Zawoski. We will talk about Eddie O's exodus, and I'll let you know when Eddie O's emotional interview on the score earlier this week will be re-aired. I'm Steve Rosenblum. It's Saturday Suckage. I plead, I must suck at sucking because the White Sox are just out of my realm. Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. Steve Rosenblum, it's Saturday Suckage on 670 The Score in Odyssey Station. George, LA Rock and Roll. Love that. Love them. Here we go. Thank you. Welcome in. Welcome back. Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. Today on Saturday Suckage, we just finished up with Lamont Pope who covers the White Sox for the Chicago Tribune. He'll be going into some kind of <clears throat> some kind of therapy for what he has to do and what he did on this show. At noon, Jay Zawoski will be here. Um, was a terrific was somewhat terrific to get to know at the score and it's just like the Jay Zawoski story is wonderful. And now he is part of the CHGO. Is that how it's pronounced, Caesar? I never remember. So I believe I it's CHGO. 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 On the Blackhawks, Jay's a terrific, he's the oracle of the Blackhawks, the modern-day oracle. And what the Hawks did this week, it, it just when you think they can't be any dumber, they can't be any more tone-deaf, we knew they were depraved, we knew they covered it up, we knew they had a high degree of despicability. I believe the family that owns the guy that owns the team, I believe they bought and paid for that investigation that the NHL didn't want to know anything other than it's not the owner's fault. Fire everybody else. I don't believe that the owner didn't know about their depraved actions. And then they've, and, and he showed that he doesn't care, Rocky Words, the way he responded at a town hall meeting when Phil Thompson of the the Tribune and Mark Lazarus of the Athletic asked questions about Kyle Beach and the investigation and what seemed to be a conflict of interest by Jenner and Block, and I guess they needed the money. I don't understand why you would do that. The appearance of conflict is a conflict, period. Law firms should know that. Maybe they do and they don't care. Maybe it's all about the billing. But the idea that that depraved organization could continue to do dumb things and now they're kicking, essentially kicking Eddie Olchek out the door at one of the more critical times in this franchise's history. I'll discuss that with Jay. There's more to say on that. That's at the top of the hour. Eddie O himself was part of, Eddie O is, Eddie o is a former score hand. 
in case you didn't know. Eddie would do weekend shows, just like this one, only he would do better ones than this one. But Eddie O was a, would, did some score talk shows, and he's been a regular guest and a wonderful, a, just a wonderful ambassador for hockey, a wonderful, um, a, a wonderful voice, a wonderful story, hometown kid. He is, I would venture to say, the most popular Black Hawk not in the Hall of Fame. If you're, if you're talking about somebody, sure, you Makita, Hull, Savard, you did all those guys that you would love, Tony Esposito, and there's underst- there's reason you love them. They were spectacular on the ice. Eddie scored 342 goals for about 342 different teams. I think he has a jersey for every team, and they needed to add a wing to that house. But he is, I would venture to say, the most beloved Blackhawk player not in the Hall of Fame. He will be there, I think, as an announcer. And the Blackhawks, this new, you know, the son running the team and Jamie Faulkner, these people seem clueless about what to do about this team, about how to market this team, about where they go. And you've run what I think is your best ambassador. There is one person in that organization you can point to and say, that guy has credibility. And they just ran him out the door and he's going to be with Seattle and he's going to be on a broadcast with John Forsland and that is going to be voted in the athletics voting. That will be the number one broadcast team. You've got a guy who will be in the Hall of Fame in Eddie and a guy who could be in the Hall of Fame in John Forsland. They are professionals, top-tier professionals, top-shelf professionals. That is going to be spectacular as a broadcast. And that will help that team. That's a franchise that knows what it's doing. This organization here, I, I don't get it. Chicago kid, a guy with credibility in an organization, out front for an organization that needs credibility. And they have no idea what they're doing. They are continuing to face plant. Eddie was on the score, on the score's 30th anniversary show on Wednesday. It was on with Mully and Haw. I'll bring that back to you. That'll be later in the show. It's a long interview. It's interesting. It's emotional. It's Eddie. It's Mully and Haw doing their best work. It's Eddie being his most, I don't want to vulnerable, but he's certainly honest and transparent. And he's letting you know how he feels. We all knew this. We all knew that he 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 bled Blackhawks. He grew up with them. He was drafted by them. I mean, I, I remember coming into Chicago Stadium when I was covering the LA Kings in 84, Eddie's rookie year. And this was a Blackhawks team. With, they had Savard. They had Wilson. They had, they were, Dennis Savard was the most electric player in the league in the 80s. I know there was Gretzky and there would be, there would be Lemieux. But as far as electricity, electric guy who could bring you out of your seats, with, with, that was Savard. And I remember the sound in the stadium when Eddie touched the puck. Maybe Eddie got used to it. I never did because that was Chicago responding to a Chicago guy. And it was a spectacular sound. Kids, ask your parents about the Chicago Stadium. It was, it was the, outs- the glass on the rink was less than 200 feet from the doors. That's the kind of Thunderdome it was. And when Eddie got the puck, it was unbelievable. Wait, this guy's a rookie. Well, and then I found out, well, he's a Chicago rookie. They love him here. They love their own. And that's that. And 
Now he's leaving, and it was a terrific interview. That will be later on in the show, 135. I'll replay the whole thing. I want to make sure you get all of it. At 1240, Mark Grody will be here. He should have been here last week. It was Harrison Ford's birthday. We'll find out whether he stole the probasican or not. Mark Grody will be here because today starts Bears rookie camp. The veterans will show up, and the losses will begin in a hurry. That's what's going on. Mark Grody will be here at 1240. 1 o'clock, Evan Altman, the editor-in-chief at Real Cubs Insider, co-host of The Rant. The, the Cubs made their draft picks. The Cubs are... Well, you got to look at Juan Soto. You're looking to trade Ian Happ. You're looking to trade Wilson Contreras. You got a chance to trade David Robertson. The Yankees suffered a major bullpen injury. So they're going to make a bunch of moves. They'll get worse. But the idea of Juan Soto out there, that's, that's Ted Williams. Kids, ask your parents who Ted Williams was. And every statistic you see about Juan Soto's accomplishments, they're all about a guy being under 24. It's about Ted Williams. That's who his comp is. Talk to Evan Altman about that, whether he thinks it could happen or not. And also, on our broadcast airwaves, I want to remind you of this. The only local broadcast of Cubs Phillies, Cubs slaughtered the Phillies 15-2 yesterday. The only... Local broadcast of Cubs-Phillies Baseball Sunday is on the score right here. Pre-game starts at 10.30 a.m. I have more tickets to give away because I'm a giver, not a taker. Saturday's suckage years get a load of this. We have a set of four tickets to see Athletes Unlimited. They are bringing their innovative brand of professional softball back to Parkway Bank Sports Complex in Rosemont on Friday, July 29th. Do not miss your chance to see the best in the sport through August 29th. Get your tickets today at AUProSports.com. Be the sixth caller to the scores contest line, 312-540-0670. Take a break from Saturday Suckage. Come back with someone I'm very fond of. We'll talk Blackhawks with Jay Zawoski. And we'll talk food because he's one of the the founding members of the I'm Fat podcast. We love the I'm Fat podcast around here. This is Saturday Suckage. I suck so you don't have to. Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Oh, 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 Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? 
Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.